When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Temporarily suspended due to non-payment. My line suspended? Oh, that's why y'all can't call. Well, let's fix this up. Y'all like, well, what is going on? My line suspended? I thought my bill won due to the 20th. Gag order, let's talk about the motherfucking order. Oh, okay. Hold on, y'all. We got to see something's going on with the line. Is you live holes? Holes, is you live? Let me see what's going on. They say the line suspended. So we're just going to cut it there. <clears throat> now, you, bitch. What you just heard was... Um, Bottom feeding, oh. uh, jaw food storing, um, grizzly bear tooth cavity having, Kaya. Dwayne The Rock okay? Johnson. Right. Mouth having. <laughs> Kaya. Now, one thing Kaya has done, I won't take this away from her, she has made some great music. Mm-hmm. She really has. Mm-hmm. Too bad it's sullied and soured yeah. by her. Absolutely. And all things her. Uh, she's someone who is normally known for being racy on the internet and having an opinion about everything that she should not have one about. Yes, and she goes very far <laughs> with her opinions. Um, she she is synonymous with transphobia and homophobia. Really? Um, oh yeah. Uh, and so to see her demise and downfall is something that is you know, it's joyful, joyful, and Lord, we adore thee. <laughs> so. We got a chance to see her actually be confronted with the issue that her phone was cut off because she was on live on Instagram and YouTube giving rants about celebrity news and pop culture, engaging in all the homophobia and transphobia one couldn't ask for. And it was time to open up her phone lines to have people, whoever had you know, had such a bad day that they were there viewing her video. It was time to open up the phone lines for them to call in. And I guess people were responding saying they couldn't call in. And she went to open the phone line and make a call on something on speaker. And she got that, she got that white girl that told her, your account is temporarily suspended. Then she had nowhere to run to baby and nowhere to hide because the next phrase that came out of the lady's mouth was, for non-payment. <laughs> Kaya followed that up with a, ooh, you know, and she cut off that speakerphone really, really fast. And then you guys heard the rest. Y'all know what it is. Now, are we laughing at someone experiencing a hardship that most of us have faced a time or two? Yes. Maybe three, you know? Yes, yes. That's what we're laughing at because it's Kaya. Yes. And so even though I'm so gleeful to watch that happen to her, I also want to acknowledge the fact that once again, she did something that I could find some sort of, I guess, just something in some sort of substance. (laughs) And she was so surprised by the news that her phone was cut off. She said, my line suspended. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just felt like it was something that we could all relate to, and maybe it would be a great hashtag that we could just, for once, stand in unity as. You know what I'm saying? So maybe we need a My Line is Suspended March. Maybe we need, you know, I don't know. I just, whenever we have hit rock tooth bottom, okay, and we're feeling like we can relate to Kaya, your line is suspended. When things get as bad as they could possibly be, my line suspended. <laughs> now you got something to call this so people don't know all your business. They just know you're going through something. I feel like that was a good gift to give to you all. Happy that. And the hashtag is my line suspended. <laughs> she didn't even want to look up. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, I had, oh, my God. And y'all better be glad I didn't let it keep playing when she was like, I've been so busy with the website. <laughs> I'm so excited about the new website. No, you're not. Y'all lying to spend it. <laughs> That's right. Oh, she blamed it on time management. With that being said and them teeth being understood, let's <laughs> let's get 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 it over to the QTNA. It's real quick. The first QTNA is actually a statement <laughs> that needs to be addressed. This is more of a STNA. Uh, the company oh. <laughs> Forever Twenty One is rumored to be filing for bankruptcy and will be renamed We Eighty Sixth. Damn. That's the new name. <laughs> QTNA number two. <laughs> gotcha. Sometimes, friend, all you got to do is just get in there and get out of there. You know what I'm saying? QTNA number two. Is it true that this last weekend in New York City's Chelsea Market... Just a little smoker's cough. Speaking of smokers... Oh, God. You telekinetic. You telekinetic on the one. All right. So... Now, shout out to my cousin Ebony. Let me just tell y'all this Please. story real quick. Me and my cousin, my cousin Ebony used to sing this stupid song to me when I was little about telekinesis. Because we were smart. We had learned about that some kind of way. And she was like, I'm telekinesis. I'm telekinesis on the one. And she'd be like making a slinky move. It was so funny. And so to this day, we still laugh and say that. Y'all met Ebony when we was in Chicago. They came to the show. Shout out to my cousin Ebony. I love you, girl. Is down. Because he's looking easy. Okay, now. That's funny. Back to number two. That's funny. Speaking of smokers, is it true that this last weekend at New York City's Chelsea Market, two people were shopping for weed trays in the smoke shop. Hey. And they both reached for the good glass when they had the wooden rest on the side at the same time. Well, I know exactly which one he's talking about. And then Tommy from Power, okay, oh my God. he looked down and saw a leathery hand, the same complexion and density as his. Uh -oh. And then he said, what are you doing? And he looked Kate Blanchett dead in the face for two seconds oh before she snatched the tray and just stood there. Don't it seem like Kate Blanchett, the no, type of hoe that would just snatch the tray and just stand there and look at you? Like, <laughs> you just stare at your ass. Kate yeah. Blanchett. Anyway, Tommy from Power and Clay Don't Blanchett look at me. it. That's what the whole point of that Don't is. Is it true? Question three. This is real simple. This ain't a cute. This ain't a lookalike, but it's also a, is it true? Is it true that Jeannie, Mai, and Jeezy, y'all know they go together, right? Yeah. So is it true that their first argument was because she had wanted him to wear some house shoes with the heel out when they was around the house, and so he asked her, "Bitch, have you lost your mind?" And it hurt her feelings, and she started crying. Is it true that that's a fact? And then he took himself all the way out. Because I feel like their first argument gonna be about something real oh simple God. that he gonna have a nigga reaction to. You know oh what I'm saying? Can you imagine? Y'all know what them Deer Forms house oh shoes look like God. with the, the pink ones that flap with the heel out in the back. First she wanted all, him to click clack yeah. on around the house, you know, on the tiptoe in the marble floors in them house shoes. And he told her, bitch, you done lost your mind. And she started crying. <laughs> oh you are so mad. 
with that being said and understood, because <laughs> what we need from them is understanding, right? Uh, so with that being said and understood, <laughs> welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Don't even got a feeling that part. Hey, friend, how you doing? I'm amazing. How are you guys? Same. <laughs> Mucho excelente. So really quickly, I want to... Um, First of all, happy birthday, Jade and Crystal. Happy yes. birthday. It's Virgo season going strong. Virgo season. Two of America's most wanted. I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, hey. bad girls. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. going on? Jade had a hilarious birthday. Yes, she did. <laughs> yes, she did. Mm. Well, should we even say where? No, we ain't going to give them nothing. <laughs> I'm not. I just know they raggedy. Oh, but we had fun, though. Because we, we're going to make everything fun. Absolutely. Right. And as horrible as it was, We'll always have the memories. We yeah. will. Yeah. Sure will. Oh, what Should've a night. Should have took one of them damn <laughs> then, Oh, what a night. And then Crystal, for her birthday, we had so much fun. <laughs> yes. What y'all was Justin's doing? still laughing. <laughs> because. We pulled up at, we knew where she was yeah, going to be yeah, working, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we threw confetti at her when she came out <laughs> of the And y'all we had massive it. balloons that spelled out Crystal. Yeah, And a huge one that was a champagne and bottle. And a huge one that was a champagne bottle, and then we took her to her favorite spot. So and a necklace, yeah. and a hat. And if y'all could have seen Friend, y'all know that Friend was excited to throw that confetti on Crystal. <laughs> and when I tell you this, it just was one of the funniest things I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. That was so much fun. It was fun because she was so happy and annoyed. At, at the, the same, same time. damn time. Yes. 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 Those are But her best I love moments. my friends. So I'm so happy that we got to celebrate your you birthday. You a good woman, friend. You I was tried, a good friend I that tried. day. Yeah. Yes. Um, and also, I have to shout out the East Harlem Scholars Academy High School. Because friend. Hey, friend. Hey. Let's talk about Come it. Come on. Now. You know it was coming. Um, Oh, man, so I have a classroom. <laughs> so the East Harlem Scholars Academy is the first high school in Harlem in 67 years. Isn't mm-hmm. that insane to think about that we have not gotten a new school in that long, almost wow. 70 years. So they're opening one. So they're staying in an interim school for now that's on 96th Street and 2nd Avenue. But okay. the new school is being built out. From the ground be, up. From the ground up. So it's going to be like completely modern. Um, so I have a classroom, a math class, which is so funny because that was probably my least favorite subject. <laughs> but I have a math class that was named after me. Woo! Thank you. I was being I'm so honored. happy for you. Thank you so much. And so uh, it's class 405, which is insane. Yes. And a legendary number, too. Legendary. On the 405. Yeah. On the yeah. 405. And, you know, they they like... The kids had their speeches and they talked to me about like me being their inspiration oh, and their courage. Friend. A lot of them are from my building that I grew up in. Shout out to Carver Projects. Friend. So I you saw me, I was in tears. I literally cried the whole day. I had a massive headache by the time we got to Jade's birthday because I was really like it hit me in a way that I don't think I've ever experienced in my life to see kids from my block like being like, thank you for being, you know, and, so and, and everything you've created. Like, it gives us hope that we can get out. And even just being their network and their resource and yeah. being like, anything you guys need. Like, I have my own classroom in a way, you know. Yeah. So now when in you a go, way, no. well, I do. Right. You have a classroom dedicated to you. And you also, 
you need to let the people know the significance of this because of the company you were in. Amongst. Oh, man. Who else got a classroom dedicated to them James that day? James Baldwin. And his nephew was there to receive the honor on his behalf. So me and wow. his nephew were like walking around. I was like, what is my life? That. <laughs> okay. Wow. And Sonia Sotomayor was another one that See what I mean? classroom. So it was the three of us, which is, hello. I was like, icons did they only. make a mistake? Wow. Icons only. <laughs> You are where you belong. You was a monster. But I was really honored. And I, you know, I talked to the lady. I was like, you know, I would think this honor is reserved for like authors and politicians. And she was like, you carved out the digital space in a lot of ways. You know, she's like, you showed kids a new way and an alternative way to create. And especially for creatives, which in our families, it's not usually embraced to take that career path. Because it's not guaranteed money. It's not guaranteed success. And then now on the internet, which is an industry that we're like carving out as we go. And she was like, we have to pay homage and show respect to those of you who literally took something from nothing and turned it into what it is today. Did you walk out to um, bow down bitches when you talk to the kids? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Unedited, yeah. <laughs> but shout out to East Harlem. Oh, man. that was So they called me an East Harlem hero. And Crystal came. Yes. You are an East Harlem hero. Which was crazy because she was, she was like, I'm getting up and it was early. It was 7.45 in the morning. I was like, girl, Bless please don't. Yeah. Yeah, she really came. Yeah. And that was amazing. She she was like the mommy the whole time, taking all my pictures See, and holding friend. my bag and yeah. making sure my hair looked cute. <laughs> it was really nice. Shout out to good friends. Yes, Aww. Lord. So I'm Congratulations, thankful. friends. Thank so you, so you deserve much. that. Yes. I appreciate First of many to come. I'm super like beyond surreal honored. Like <laughs> I, I, I still MLK can't Boulevard. even believe it. They have my name, my picture, and a bio right outside the classroom. Wow. Like I'm talking about Next to the classroom where the number usually is, there's my picture. And they said when it gets moved to the new school, it's going to be, like, engraved so that it can be there forever. And I'm like, can you imagine the kids that are going to walk in and out the classroom year after year and, like, see? I I don't know. I still can't believe that. (laughs) Like, what? Levels. Next door to James Baldwin. And shout out to his nephew. He was so awesome. Was he bald? Baldwin. (laughs) No. (laughs) But he was really, really great. Broad ass Baldwin. Jeez Louise. So I actually have a black business of the week. Perfect. Mm. So Dominican textile artist Uzumaki Cepeda yes. is having her first solo show at a museum in New York. Have you guys been to Mokata? No, but mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. The yes. Museum of Contemporary African Diasporan. Oh, Arts in downtown Brooklyn. Yeah, I have been there. I went once for something with Fambros. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, for all for all nerds. Yeah, way back in the day. Oh, uh, yes. so bomb! So she's gonna have her first solo showing, which is really massive. Like when an artist gets to that level, so I'm excited. She's young, Dominican. She's awesome. So the interactive exhibit is called Safe Space, and the website says it explores joy through the plush, dreamlike world that Cepeda creates using her chosen medium, which is faux fur. It's really awesome. I actually went to a sneak peek of it recently, and it's the coolest. It's the, like I don't even want to ruin it by describing it. You just have to experience yeah. it. But she, she literally creates this dream world in a room full of like all these decadent faux fur colors and the floor. Like you mm. just have to. It's cool. Mm. She's so awesome. Mm. So the opening is this Friday at seven p.m. That's September twentieth. 
Um, and it will be showing until November 3rd. But everyone knows for an artist, the opening is like yeah. the night. The yeah. night. She's going to be there. This is huge for her. Like I said, she's a young Dominican woman. I would love for those of you who are in New York City or coming to New York City or in the area to really, really show up and support because this is huge for her. Yes. She's a homie of mine. She's like my little sister. So I definitely want to uh, show up and show out and Dope, make sure man. that the museum yeah. is like, oh, shit. Pack that <laughs> bitch out. Yeah, so they can keep her longer. But it will be there until November 3rd in case you're not in the area. <clears throat> it's a really cool space. So I know it's, she's probably going to really, like, really deck it out, like, too. Like, turn it out. Yeah. yeah. And it's her own solo show. So crazy. That's big. So for tickets and more information, please visit the museum's website at mocada.org, which is M-O-C-A-D-A.org. And I will be there. So if you come, hey. I will see you on Friday. And that's this week's. Oh, by the way, you've seen the uh, Reeboks I've worn that have that little piece of yellow faux, faux fur hanging yeah. off of them. That was her collaboration with Reebok. Okay. Dope. Dope. Right. So see you guys on Friday. And that's it for <laughs> Black Business of the Week. You guys ready for the recap? Yes. Mm-hmm. Can I get a recap? <laughs> I always want to sing that. And I try not to, but it still happens all the time. So. <laughs> So on last week's episode titled The Eve Eve, <laughs> when I wrote that, I was like cracking up and wanting it. Shout out to everybody that actually caught that reference in the episode. Right. So we went down music memory lane, giving flowers to old school artists we felt were overlooked and underrated. And as always, those of you listening, first of all, you guys had so much fun with this episode, which made me happy. People were saying that they were jamming at work or on their way to work and just felt super good all the way around. And I saw you guys giving your flowers to people online. I saw them like tweeting artists, which made me super happy because I was like, Last week's wellness segment. So, as always, you guys had a lot to say. So, Asante, who stood out to you? Well, actually, friend, I dipped into the SoundCloud streets. Oh. So, I would like for you to tell me first who stood out to you. So many people did. So many people. But T. Lynette said, <laughs> That's not the one you picked, is it? No, but it was one of many I screenshotted because I was cracking. <laughs> that up. had me dead. So, T. Lynette said, I actually went to Profile's listening party in Houston. And when they walked by, my cousin said, Damn them Negroes little. And they heard her. <laughs> Oh, no. That shit took me out. (laughs) (laughs) Who'd you pick on SoundCloud? I want to shout out to Brandy W. Um, This is Brandy with two E's, okay? She said, hey, friends, I'm really loving this episode. When Asante mentioned Lloyd, I thought he was going to bring up Lloyd's songs, uh, songs, Player's Prayer, and how it sounds similar to Jay Holiday's song, Pimp Emmy. I can't choose which version I love more. I didn't even think about that, and I went back and listened. I was like, damn, these do sound very similar. But I could not choose which one I like more because I very much do respect the art that was Jay Holiday. You know, Bed was a very repetitive-ass fucking song, and I wanted him to be put to bed so he could shut the hell up. But there was still a Cadillac there, you know, back in my lack. There were a lot of good tunes. And I also want to give a shout-out to Kalina McKinney. She also uh, shouted out um, Shannon Sanders. She shouted, uh, He said, have you heard of him? He used to tour with India Ari and is super talented. He was the original artist of In My Mind, which most know by Heather Headley. No shade to Heather, but when I first heard her version, I was pissed. She just didn't do the song justice. <laughs> Shannon tore it up for real. Please play the song. Uh, you won't be disappointed. So she put a link to the song, and I went and listened. And I was like, damn, this is a really good-ass version. Is like, it better than Heather Hilly, though? Because she ate that shit up. You know what? 
I can't really say for sure because I didn't go back and play Heather's version. But from what I, I remember Heather making me feel some type of way, but Shannon definitely had a lot of passion and soul in that shit. Like, I was like, and it's actually a What's different... What's that actress name that um, plays on Suits? Uh, Gina Torres? Yes. I love her, first of love all. Love her. But I feel like she could play Heather Headley if it's a Heather Headley movie. <laughs> And when she's singing in my mind all hard, oh can't you God. see her? Can't you see her singing no. like that? Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> Just a super random because you mentioned Gina Torres. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, catching up on my gaming, and there's this game that's been out called uh damn, I, it's called Destiny or the gaming series. So I've been playing Destiny, Destiny 2. Gina Torres is one of the voices in the fucking game. She low-key, she out here. She's iconic. Yeah. And she, shout out to Patty LaHale for being a huge Gina Torres fan and supporter. Yes. Yes, I miss her so Where much. Is Patty yes. Where I in the hell like is Patty? I haven't seen her online. Well, somebody call Patty the hell. Get Patty the hell on the line. Me either. Shout out to Andrea. We haven't. So Let shout out to you, break. baby. Miss yes. you. Yeah. But yeah, just super aside of a side. But yeah, I don't know. I can't really choose between Shannon Sanders, but that's the artist's name. Go listen to his version of In My Mind, and you be the judge of whose version is better, better his or Heather Headley's. You know, sometimes it's all right to just say. It's my song. You know what I'm saying? It's all right to like say, look, I like this song. Right. And not like tell everybody this the better one. Right. <laughs> like just say yes, yo. Right. You know, it's personal for her who right. wrote that message. Like <laughs> she said, just she say it's your song. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, uh, yeah. You know? really wasn't she. But you know, when you hear a song you vibe to, you feel connected. Because like, we oh, really could cook version. her if we wanted to. <laughs> no, <you laughs> but, but, but like we Damn. not. You know, we just sometimes just say it's your jam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that's well, it's her jam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I respect that. <laughs> but Heather, everybody that know Heather, we just got everybody that know Heather Headley know she wore in my mind out. That's like the Heather Headley song that people think about. Yeah, that's like one of her. That's what took her ass to Broadway, yeah. ain't yeah. it? Probably. Shit. All right, well, Dustin, what did you find <sighs> in them Twitter streets? I was reminded of a hilarious tweet. Um I don't even know where it originated, so it doesn't matter who tweeted it because it's a video that's gone all the way around. But when that little boy was in the backseat, his mother, he was in the backseat playing a handheld video game. His mom was in the front seat speaking to him through the mirror and the visor, but he didn't realize she was watching him through the mirror. And she was like, that's all you care about is that game. That's all you think about. And he looks up and sticks his middle (gasps) finger up. He can't be no more than like nine, eight or nine, little chubby boy with glasses, funny looking little kid, you know, like not funny looking at his end. He's like, something's wrong with him, but he looks like like he makes you want to laugh when you look at him in like a, you know, that way. (laughs) And so, (laughs) and when she, so when she sees what he's doing, she goes, Oh, She's like, I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah. That's how it closes. So shout out to everyone who's familiar with that video. That's one of the tweets I wanted to bring up. Another tweet I wanted to bring up, this deserves all the flowers we can give it. Everybody that's been watching Black China's uh, docuseries is familiar with the scene where Tokyo Tony... It's, it's fascinating. But the scene where Tokyo Tony is, is being just a tornado of madness in Black China's kitchen. And she's like, I'm ready to get the fuck. ASAP after this shit. Well, somebody quoted a screenshot (laughs) of a video clip from Tokyo Tony on Instagram Live, smoking a blunt and listening to Double Up by Nipsey Hussle. And or or not Double Up, listening to um, um, 
You know what I'm talking about. I know because uh, you yeah. just played So, uh, but in the video, Tokyo Tony is like just having a total moment at home, smoking weed, <laughs> listening to this deep song, and they caption the tweet when you finally got the fuck. So <laughs> that made it so funny because it's like she's at like home. she all the way up friend, in her look, element. You know what I'm saying, look, friend? When you finally got the fuck. <laughs> When you finally got the fuck, right? So I just thought that was so funny. (laughs) These are the moments, y'all. And the last tweet that I want to highlight comes from at S. Nicole Rose, who tweeted, uh, somebody had tweeted something about, actually not somebody, Kia, our friend, tweeted that Charity is cracked, whole thing, referring to Charity on Greenleaf. Y'all know I can't stand Charity on Greenleaf. I've never been able to stand her, and we'll talk more about her later. (laughs) But somebody tweeted... Wait, Greenleaf is back? Oh, is it? Hey, man. What? How you not tell me? Oh, boo, it's all the way back. How far are we in? Um, Episode three is this week. Yeah. So you guys still got plenty of time. But somebody quoted, not somebody, I'm so sorry, Stephanie. I'm sorry to this woman. I am so sorry, <laughs> Stephanie Rose. But she said, like, look at Dustin said, you give her double mint, she won't spare me. Bitch, it's gum. And I forgot I had said that <laughs> about charity. But that's how much oh she gets my on my God. nerves. I have a tweet. Come on with it. Yeah. Why did Dustin Ross, who oh goes by God. look at Dustin, say oh whenever he sees someone fine? The green leaf deep song plays in his head. <laughs> if you know I mean, what the green leaf theme song sounds like, then you you know what? Not a matter as a matter of fact. And imagine your MCE walking by. <laughs> the, and it's so funny and because it, when it the way it ramps up in the beginning. Please play it. Uh, and imagine them looking back we, at you right there one part. <laughs> We definitely have to play this theme song so that our audience knows what we're talking about. <laughs> this is the song that is played at the opening of the Greenleaf series on OWN. And it's also what I feel plays in my head every time I see somebody that's fine. If I see me a fine motherfucker and I get to looking up and down and bite my lip, this is what I hear in my head. <laughs> hey man, you first took you up in that right there. <laughs> so yeah, Yo, shout so out to the Green Leaf things. I can't believe you're gonna tell all my business I on this show like that. had me fucking crying when I, I saw it. I was, you know when you're on the street, I'm like, I need to stop walking and reading tweets. <laughs> and here comes looking Dustin. Can't you hear it? Hey man. <laughs> Somebody said you made them choke on their damn suit. Church is sexy. Oh my God. Church friend, is sexy. Friend, please. <laughs> so, you guys ready for this? Week? Yes. yes. <laughs> so ready. So, I thought we would, you know, because in the spirit of keeping it light, like in last the week. In the- <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> so, I thought we'd do a social media roundup. Now, remember last time we did it, we were talking about. <laughs> not this thing. Remember, we were talking about how, like, uh, was it Instagram is hiding likes and things of that nature? Absolutely. And we mentioned that Facebook was jumping in the dating scene. And look what happened. (laughs) What happened? They started that damn um, dating, uh, whatever the fuck. Isn't it called dating? Facebook dating. Yeah. So that's the first topic. It's live now. So because it's live, 
now we have more information Ooh. on some of the features. And I had to mention this one because I'm sure you're going to be getting notifications pretty soon. So they have this feature called Secret Crush. Mm-hmm. So this is the way that it works. You add, <laughs> They brought back the that. damn honesty box. That's <laughs> all it is, but go ahead. So listen, you add up to nine of your Facebook and Instagram followers, because remember that Facebook bought Instagram, so they're like they all in the bed together, right? They're integrated now, so you add them like to a list, kind of like the friends list on Instagram. You know, with Instagram stories, how you can create a friends list, close friends. I mean, yeah. the close friends, mm-hmm. uh, like the T-Mobile top five, the five A, something similar, right? Oh, okay. But this is your crushes, so you add nine, and here's the thing: if they secretly crush you back. You guys will match the way that Tinder does. And it'll send you a notification saying, Dustin likes you too. <laughs> but this will only work if both parties have set up their Facebook dating profiles. So come on, guys. Are you going to start yours? I'm not. <laughs> Imagine you match with your, your uh, Instagram crush and then they send you a message and it's their damn OnlyFans link. It's like, uh-uh, I thought this was dating. Y'all wouldn't be down to play? No. Why'd you say it so quickly? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> and it's, I don't mean no harm, you know, because there's some people that will find that beneficial. Yeah, it's to definitely going to benefit some people. For me, I don't want nothing to do with it. Nothing I don't want to be associated with it. I don't want to be caught up in it. <laughs> I don't want nothing. To, I, if you think that I'm finna to. I, I I don't want no parts. Now I'm they're sorry. saying that you'll only be notified if you create a Facebook dating profile, but you know how Facebook works. Remember mm-hmm. with their um them games, them games and shit. you get mm-hmm. the notifications a million times mm-hmm. just because your cousin's playing it. I'm pretty sure if Facebook someone adds you, you to the list, find out who recently added crush. you. Crush, and right, you know, like, oh come God. on, you already know that. That's find out happen. what you would rank or who could you match. I don't with, even but, use oh Facebook Messenger. Yeah. I know when it tells you to, because you have to like download it, right? It's like a whole mm-hmm, separate, a separate thing. thing. Yeah. yeah I, I got it. Say, I don't use it. <laughs> I don't know that, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I agree. It's not for me either. I'm not doing it, but I, <laughs> objectively, I'm trying to think of the people that are on Facebook. Oh. And it would benefit them because, you know, there are those like types of people that exist on Facebook. I don't even know how to put this in words because I feel like there's a specific like person that goes on Facebook and they just be going like, uh, it's shady for you to even say it, so you might as well go ahead and really well, be you know, shady because people and like always, say it, say it. Well, because like how Twitter is like just the a threat. response, so go on and well, let them have it. Well, it's more, I'm trying to find my footing because I don't interact enough on Facebook. I just see a lot of comments, like people making like really big statements and then it's like just arguments, like back and forth for just too many damn opinions. So by them matching on Facebook, they literally get to see like what type of person they get to choose or have chosen. And I think that benefits those people on there. The Vox website, they had a a write-up about the, you know, Facebook dating. I love the opening line said, the least sexy (laughs) social network (laughs) has jumped into the dating game. I was like, what the fuck? Damn. I thought that was quite the opening Who wrote the article? Mm So Vox said, Mm -hmm. but this was the extra part that made me laugh. They said Facebook dating has more data on you since of all the privacy Mm -hmm. scams. So technically they will get you with your best match since they know your fucking score. They know what you're doing at home Mm -hmm. and all the other privacy scams that they've, uh, 
you know, that you've seen Zuckerberg be in trouble for. So I knew he was trouble when I heard his last name. <laughs> the hell is a Zuckerberg? You sound untrustworthy. But here's our press release. Facebook said, it's making it easier to find love through what you like, helping you start meaningful relationships through things that you have in common, like interests, events, and your Facebook groups. I really wish there was a camera in here. Because we're getting closer and closer to everything that happens in those movies where shit gets ruined because everybody's using some crazy-ass system or some shit to manipulate life. This is stupid. And also, it's nothing new. They got a lot of fucking nerve talking about this is some new thing they came up with. Motherfuckers been messaging, inboxing, meeting up. You can check in. Why do you think people, do you really think people check in at events for interest? Oh, I just want to share with my Facebook friends I'm at this event. No, bitch. The lady who I like or the nigga that I like, is want, I want them to know up. I'm there so we can be in the bathroom. and. Oh. <laughs> you know, that's what this is. So this isn't, <laughs> this isn't revolutionary, okay? It's not, but I am wondering now that they've like, you know, crystallized it as a thing, as a whole thing on the app, is it going to make people reach out to strangers more? Like, I'm wondering what's the incentive? Right. What was the reason? What was the reason? Because like you said, people are already doing it. I remember, I mean, I won't put anyone's business out, but someone I know that's older in my family, um, they've been married for a long time. And then my little cousins like taught them how to use Facebook. That's what we do. We teach the elders in your family mm -hmm. to kind of catch up with technology Boy, oh boy. My oh uncle had Lord. a little too much fun. <laughs> oh, just Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Woo. Mm -mm. So On the I'm book, curious. baby. <laughs> That's what they call it, the book. <laughs> trouble, man. Mm -hmm. And you be mad old. Mm -hmm. Terrible. Busting it trouble. open. <laughs> Did you see that where the girl, her grandmother sent her like nudes and then she left that voice message? What? what? This girl, it's it's going around, y'all. It's a whole thing. Oh it's a video God. of someone. It's oh a screen. God, it's I a screen die. recording. This girl's grandmother sent her literally busting her legs <gasps> open like a noob, playing with her. Oh, you my know. God. And then she said she left a <laughs> message on the voicemail, and she was like, Oh, my God. It's your grandmother. <laughs> That wasn't for you. Uh, I was sending it to her. Please don't. Please just delete that. Oh, my God. Please delete that. I can't believe. Like, whatever. Yeah. It happened. And she told the internet. Can you imagine? Your no. grandparent. Absolutely the not. The trauma. For real. Oh, my. Wait. I, and the girl posted this online or she just told the story? It's online. Like, I saw it. I hope her grandmother sent her another one just yeah. for that. It's, I don't think there was any, like, information on there to like let you know who it was. Her grandmother yeah, just sued her. That's it just said like Damn grandma it. I saw her her vagina. <laughs> oh, There's a lot of vagina. Okay, so okay, <laughs> so like a lot of vagina. Okay, so when uh ex releases your news or whatever that's called revenge porn. But if someone you're related to and they're older to you, what would you call that? I just feel like you'd be able to knock this out. Because in my head <laughs> might as well. It's that foreign never to mind, me. Never mind. I couldn't imagine. I'm like, my why would you put vagina? that on the internet though? I would never tell anybody that happened. I would repress the fuck out of that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, her grandmama was sending that. Like she was red. You talking about the Pony Express? <laughs> <laughs> what would you have done? 
shattered my phone. <laughs> I would have literally, I would have literally thrown my phone and shattered it, oh my and I would have never said anything about it to my grandmother. You I can't. We would have totally ignored say? it. Just. Pretend it never happened. Or just, yeah. And if she ever said anything to me, I'd be like, what? I would just play dumb. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Wow. Meanwhile, you're trembling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the inside, I'm falling out. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay. Sorry. No, that's amazing. That was amazing. That was a perfect segue. So. Wow. Oh. <laughs> So that's what's going on with Facebook. But I was curious, those of you listening, if now that you know it's live, because, you know, when you hear announcements and press releases, you don't really know if this stuff is going to come to fruition. Right. But it's there. It's active. I'm curious if those of you have started using it. Yeah, how do you like it? Tell us some stories. If you're not going to use it, why not? Does it show many, how many times your crush has poked you in the past? Oh, my God. Oh, remember poking? Yes. yes. Poking did a lot for the community. It did. <laughs> because it, it, baby, it continues to do so. I didn't have no shame either. Poke. You just poke people? Hell what? yeah. Really? Yeah. People I'm you bold. didn't know? Yep. Yeah. All the time. That was a temporary situation for us. I'm saying, I don't know you right now. Okay. And then you see somebody for the first time, and by you won't stop poking me. It's like I'm not trying to stop. Oh, I don't know if I ever poked anyone. I can't. <laughs> I really can't stand. Silence is, a, is so golden. So let's move on. Silence is golden. <laughs> so let's move on to Netflix. And chill. So Netflix, which is synonymous at this point. With Moni. With chill. With binging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was reading Complex, and they said that, um, first of what all, What they Netflix... say, friends, since you got your fucking degrees. <laughs> <laughs> what they say, friends. <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you. <laughs> Shout out to Monique. She played the fuck out that role. Oh Go my ahead. God. So you know Netflix has their new show, Rhythm and Flow. Yes. With Cardi B, Chance the Rapper, and T.I. as the host. It uh, actually, I think it comes on October 9th. It's going to be the first episode. So Complex was saying that that show, normally Netflix posts the whole season so we can binge it. But because it is a show where there's going to be a surprise winner, obviously, they don't want to ruin it because they know that whoever watches it first is just going to tweet about it, ruin it for mm-hmm. everyone else. So the way that they're doing it, they're calling it the drip feed approach, which mm-hmm. is interesting. So that's what the approach they're taking with this show, where the first, the night it airs, October 9th, they're going to give four episodes. And then after that, it's going to be an episode a week. So drip feed. So kind of taking, I guess, Hulu structure of like the show's coming on the way that it would normally on television. Mm-hmm. So people freaked out. For real? Because they misunderstood and thought that uh, Netflix was removing binging. You know how the yeah, internet works. Right. Because they're doing this with this show to start off. And then they also mentioned like two or three other shows where they're going to do the drip feed method. Yeah. Internet ran with it. Everyone's freaking out. I saw all the articles. Netflix to remove binging. <laughs> but the interesting thing is that I actually think that would be good if they removed binging. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it'd be good? As long as I don't want to watch the show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Don't you feel terrible when you binge a show? I want it all. No. <laughs> Fuck the bullshit. You think I want to sit around wondering what's going to happen next week and I'm watching Netflix? But I want to watch it now. But this... Is different because it's a competition based series. So it only the makes sense. Of surprise exactly. Is we the need whole to. Show. Exactly. So for something like this, I don't see a problem with it. Fuck with Grace and Frankie if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> 
But dude, I binged. So I binged Top Boy. Do y'all watch hey, that? I want no, to. No, I want I? to. I love Top Boy. I just okay, I'm gonna watch. I didn't here's manage. the thing that's confusing about it. So mm. I, I didn't even know Drake was like a part of it. Mm-hmm. He's apparently, I guess, what the executive producer, the yes. producer on it. So they're they're saying that it's season one, but it's season three, but it's right? Season three, yeah. So when you start watching it, if you don't know that, you're completely lost because mm-hmm. it, you know, obviously it's starting off where it left off on season two. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why did they do it that way? I'm kind of lost. So wait, is Top Boy a Netflix series or it's just a, a Drake series? Now? It's a like Netflix a, series, it's but a series so it's already. From the UK. Well, yeah, I know right. that he. I know that, that they Netflix they just bought. bought. So I was asking that because I'm wondering why. Because it's weird when they got that show you from whatever network they got. They put out like the whole. thing. That was from Lifetime. Yeah, remember? yeah. Yeah, so I'm wondering why they wouldn't put out them first two seasons. Or, and also, like, if it's a three, you know, three seasons, that's like critical to the storyline. Right. So how do you just start? At the end like that I'm kind of lost Unless they wrote it That way on purpose Yeah <laughs> This season Unless they wrote it Where it can pick up From where you left off With season two But you also like Can start there And follow along With what happens Like maybe they won't Maybe they wrote it that way That's the only way yeah. That that can make sense to well, me But why wouldn't you want The first two seasons To be binged as well Like those This is a great show I personally really love it Well maybe they pulled A, a Tina Turner And all they took Was my name <laughs> So they couldn't take them fucking episodes. I mean, maybe it's a yeah. contract thing, licensing. Who knows? The maybe it's a quality. Yeah, maybe it's a quality thing too. You might because I, I wonder what them first two seasons look like. Maybe it might be Friends, like a, no, they're them. good. They are honestly the only thing. I know people from the UK are gonna be so mad at me, but <laughs> oh god, Get it's them. hard. To take no, I can't say. It. <laughs> Don't say, it, friend. I love you, friend. It's hard Don't to say. Take. It. I'll say it. It's hard <laughs> to take the British accent seriously doing some of the scenes. No, what is it? They're like you know hood dudes, or whatever, Don't and you. so they call drugs food, and they're like, "Do you have the food?" And I'm like, well, "I can't." <laughs> okay, so, um. Can I can I weigh in just a little bit? That's what drugs is. I don't want nothing to eat. <laughs> you imagine okay. a dude coming up to you with a gun, the like, food. where's the food? And I'm like, like I don't bitch, know. Bitch, you finna rob me for uh, <laughs> my damn Subway sandwich it's and just shit? There are elements of it, and I know that it's very ignorant to say, but it was elements of it that I just couldn't, like, believe. Yeah. But I also know that there are hoods in fucking the UK, yeah. obviously. I've been to, what is it, Brixton, and yeah. I know that it's very real. But for some reason in the show, it was just hard for me to, like, really get into it. But it's a great fucking show. Yeah. It's a good show. I'm going to check it out. I'm definitely going to watch it. The album is the shit, so I'm definitely going to check yeah, it out. Yeah, the, the soundtrack is crazy. Oh, the like, actors man. are amazing. Yeah. It's really like well Dave written. The story arc, like, everything. It's a, yeah, it's a good, yeah, Lil' Sim on it. Yeah. It's a really good show, but I'm just curious on why they structured it the way that they did. They said it's, like, the British version of The Wire, so it's, like, the cord. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you take yourself out and you can't even get the words. Oh man. <laughs> Feud on the card. Feud. <laughs> you guys need to watch it. But I did I brought this up because I was I saw XD. Shout out to XD. <laughs> he was saying for our mental health of the world that they should absolutely remove binging. Mm-hmm. 
And I agree because I always feel terrible. Why do you feel bad? Oh, we I talked feel about drained. that. Drained. Like I'm like I really sat here and watched 300 hours of a show. That's you don't like your body feels stiff and you get so into it you don't even want to move you don't want to eat you What's don't want to be. I think that's the fun part. <laughs> And I'm like, no. It depends yeah, on what the, the show is. Shit. I feel like I have like, back pains because of big what you. Pain. What you be watching? Because I feel like I I have to know how it you ends. do it. Then, friend, I don't know what the hell you be. You know <laughs> right. what? You must have been watching the first seasons of Scandal. The first four seasons of Scandal will put you on your ass. Because right? Because listen, when I was binge watching the OA, when the first season came oh, out, it be shows oh, like when Marissa me. shot old boy. <laughs> that's the OC. Look at him. I already <laughs> knew it. I already knew he was going to start in. Oh, you know what you guys have to binge, though? Yeah, here you go. <laughs> How much did this one hurt your damn body? Like a contradiction. It's no, okay. Just... Love me. So there's a show called Unbelievable. You're unbelievable. It's a limited series. Now, it's heavy. It's mm-hmm. definitely not anything, like, fun to watch. But it's about a, a young woman who um, is in college, and, she, like, an intruder came in through her window and raped her. And no one believed her. Like, her friends didn't believe oh, her. No. The cops didn't believe her. And so it was like, how do you navigate something that actually fucking happened mm-hmm. to you, but your entire world turned on you because the cops couldn't find um, any any traces of him? But it was, I mean, obviously, I won't say why they couldn't find traces of him. It's for a reason. Um, but it ended up, Going and working against her because when they didn't find the chases, they put out you know news reports saying that it was a false a false report and wow. she was charged for it. all these things that that's were like crazy. really terrible. But you guys have to watch it because that shit had to be glued, and that's what I'm saying. I, I watched the whole thing, and I felt terrible. My body hurt. I well, was like, girl, look at what you said you watched. I was about to say. Shit. I was about to say. Well, you was watching that. But I even can't. the funny things. I'm trying to think of the last funny thing. Well, maybe I don't binge funny things. <laughs> <laughs> but see, there's your problem right there. I'm going to prescribe you some living single Send on Hulu. Send me some funny things. <laughs> I like Just, all the heavy yeah, shit. Yeah, you got to binge some other shit. That's <laughs> why. Because you know shit. what? Because when you're saying that, I'm sitting here thinking like, I love the fact that Handmaid's Tale on Hulu, oh, it be coming out weekly because that shit is too deep you for me to see. imagine binging that shit. And, and you know, some people do when you got to catch up. Like, imagine when people are like, oh, I got to catch up on Game of Thrones. It's like, oh. <laughs> Oh, girl, good luck to you because each hour episode feels like it's three weeks fucking long any damn way. Why I was at um, Essen the other day, right? Y'all know what Essen is. Mm-hmm. And the cashier ladies had them little white hats pinned on like the back of their heads. When I tell you I was walking up to the cash to the register like full, you know, regular walking speed. I seen them fucking white little hats pinned on their heads. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> They all right. I, I, yeah, I, I had oh to God. look. I'm like, let me make sure they, you know, <laughs> seem like they comfortable and no. doing this, you know, willfully. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, do they work here because they want to? Is this like a thing? Do you stop watching <clears throat> shows when they don't make you feel good? Or do um, you like push through? Like I stopped watching Handmaid's Tale because I physically felt sick yeah, after a yeah. couple seasons. I always, I think I, I stop watching when I lose interest. So, like, if it is something that I'm not interested in, because I watch a lot of specific shit. So, like, I have to watch, like, an action something or a sci-fi something. But I will push it on the background and not care about it. But if, like, it's something I'm watching and I'm like, okay, this is boring. I'm out of it. Or if I'm like, all right, this is too heavy. I might come back to it and I stop. But I don't. No. I, no. You always finish? Yep. 
And you the only things that I have to see it through. And the only things that are tough for me to watch are like rape scenes. Yeah. Like that's like I, I like remember on Star when yeah. there was that scene, that was tough for me I to watch. Get through that. But like I remember that's when I stopped watching Star. Yeah. But that doesn't see and that's the thing, like that doesn't make me like Stop. Yeah. Yeah. I just be like, let me turn my head. <laughs> I guess that comes from being little on your mom to be like, cover your eyes. Mm-hmm. So I, I just cover really, my eyes. I don't know. I just think now, um, I don't know if it's like my sensitivities heightened, or maybe I'm just more aware of like what I should shouldn't be watching. But yeah. or maybe I turn you just don't off. fucking want to no yeah, more. Shit. Like you I, ain't gotta want to watch that shit. But also some shows I just genuinely lost interest in for mm-hmm. whatever reason. You ever like excited for a new season, yeah, and then like, as soon as it starts, you're like, I actually don't connect to this anymore. Any like when random... they brought Shamari to the Housewives, <laughs> go ahead, Asante. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> Any of them random, like, Fox or NBC shows, I feel like they don't last. So sometimes I just stop. I just lose interest. But eh, I don't know if I care about this this week anymore anyway. Like, yeah. Like, for a long-ass time, we was all Shondaland. Like, you oh, know, yeah. TGIT. And then it was like, okay, well, I'm a, I might just watch one to still support. Yeah. And then all the way off the wagon. Ooh. You know Scandal what I'm saying? Got awful. That fourth, after that fourth season. What was the fourth season? You know, season? I didn't watch it past... I, mm, was it the first? Were her and the president already dating in the first season? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so then it might have been the first season. Mm-hmm. I didn't get past the first season. I don't I remember what happened. I made it. <laughs> I can hear that shutter bug now. <laughs> right when her daddy came. Is Maybe when that's... I, was that first season? No, that was no, like the was third, like, yeah, fourth third. season. Oh, so then I'm lying like hell. Because I definitely yeah. got to where her dad... Yeah, I and, think and I you see her got mama to too? her mom yeah. came. Uh, well, Candy Alexander, that's a bad one now. You know, oh yeah, I, her Candy Alexander ain't no okay. joke. That H in her name is for hell because <laughs> she gives them hell every time she's on that screen. I watched CSI randomly because she was on there. She was on one of them CSIs. And every week, you know, Candy Alexander would come up in the crime scene. And I was like, here she go. She was bomb. Love what her. else is she acting? She's playing Tokyo Tony in that movie. <laughs> Candy Alexander would play the fuck out of Tokyo Tony. I hate that I would watch. She would. I hate that I would watch. Can't you see her saying she ready to get the fuck? You want to talk about glued? With the the, uh, so rocket wing. Yeah. (laughs) And and, and who going to play Black Black China? China? Bianca Um, Lawson? No, hell no. Who could? Who would play Black China? Let me think about this. Kyla Pratt. Mm. <laughs> I'm just, a frat, bro. Bobby Lights. <laughs> no, Bobby likes to play Treasure. Yeah, he would. <laughs> uh, let me think. Who could play Black China? <laughs> Damn, I have to think. Of, I'm I'm so sorry. I don't want to sound ridiculous. One of them girls from <laughs> One of the girls from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Who could do if who could play? Who Alexis Sky? No. No, hell no. Santana. <laughs> well. Santana, so rock it. Actually, actually, he would turn that scene out. <laughs> um, damn, who could play? Could Young Miami do it? <laughs> Maybe shit. Maybe. Young I, Miami I'm could out. do it. I'm out the game. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm out. I can't. Tiger. He knows. And he don't mind having long hair. It's perfect. <laughs> so rocket. Jordan Woods. Nah. Oh, she doesn't need she doesn't need <laughs> she doesn't need her situation. <laughs> so rocket. So rocket. Stop no, it. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> I just told somebody the other day, I was like, look at you, you getting thick. You look like Jordan Wood. Oh, shit. What'd they say? <laughs> they blushed. They told me. And then you know what they told me? So rock it. <laughs> Yo, I have to use that on somebody. So rock it. But low key, the dudes I like would be like, what are you saying, Queen? <laughs> like, nothing. Never mind. I just I was <laughs> having a black chat in a moment. Man, this is a great episode of the Friend Zone Podcast. Imagine binge watching this shit. Right. Okay, so actually, I also wanted to mention something for creatives. Mm -hmm. That This is more like on a useful note, not just silliness. But Mm -hmm. do you know that Instagram and IGTV now have desktop publishing access? Really? So you don't have to use your phone to upload your images. I might... I think that's awesome. Come on. It's, it's about, about time. time. That's useful. Right? So, you know, what you have to do is link your Facebook page, of course. Of course. <laughs> that's man, you come to Russians. <laughs> right, here we go. <laughs> you knew there was a catch. Come on. See, so more one, content we need, more I, more things we need, useful. more products that help I agree. enhance I the experience. I think this update was actually useful because yes. I always wondered why it was only mobile. But um, so this is what you do after you link your IG account to your Facebook page. They're gonna have a, it's what's called Facebook Studio, and there you can create, upload, and schedule content straight from your desktop and publish it both on IG and IGTV. So you can upload from them old ass files, <laughs> sitting on your uh, play the play the theme song because <laughs> <laughs> that that's what we need. Yeah, I was actually really happy Praise with that update. So. Especially when you, I think mostly for the captions, you know, like when you have like a long one or a campaign mm-hmm. you want to upload, sometimes even uploading from your phone, I feel like yeah. it compresses the image in a way that's not like the most flattering. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Especially when it's like a big image that was taken with like a professional photographer. They had me on there looking like T-Bobs. <laughs> So I do <laughs> to really get a good look at a photo when it's published, because you know people be looking at Instagram on their iPads too, right? So like to get a good upload on a desktop. And so I do wonder if getting a good upload on the desktop will change the quality of images. Like I wonder if that affects it at all. I agree. I'm super curious. But either way, that's a great update that I think people should be happy to hear about as creatives. I think Instagram needs to start an official like porn. Like sector of Instagram, really? What, what do you mean, like mm-hmm. OnlyFans? Like no, a, like but a just an Instagram. Instagram where it's okay to post like new pictures, a new Instagram. Like mm, oh, you're saying because no the way video, because we're not people. getting yeah. porny here. But like, just an Instagram where you could post new pictures. I think that would go the fuck off. Hmm. It would. Monetize, I do just think make it's it annoying thing. that they like take people's pictures down if you have like your mm-hmm. nipple showing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, free the nipple. Ari Fitz, shout out to Ari Fitz. Shout out to She's Ari so Fitz. beautiful. Or they? I know they me. did not take them photos down. The pronouns, let me get them right. They recently posted. It wasn't even recently. They posted an image from a modeling campaign where they had their nipple showing. Mind you bomb ass picture mm-hmm. like legendary epic I was telling them they have to frame it mm-hmm. and blow it up in their house mm-hmm. and not feel weird about it if people come in and right. see it um, but someone reported it welcome to Haterville you in the hood now baby <laughs> <laughs> I'm like how could you report such a stunning image like and you're a hater man so it would be cool but I mean I don't know I guess what would be the line but like you said, if Instagram. they had... <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. Link be your Facebook page to that. <laughs> Honey. 
<laughs> and then lastly, so can we talk really quickly in the social media roundup just to round it up? Are you guys on TikTok? <laughs> no, but I've always like I've always enjoyed you know, some of the know no damn TikTok. I laughed even just asking you because of your face. But tell me you guys aren't amazed at how it's literally taken over the internet I love as it. of late. TikTok's been around forever. Mm-hmm. And it's just blowing up. It's been around <laughs> forever. Up. I feel like I've seen it for years, but it was only like white people from the South that mm-hmm. were using it with their country mm-hmm. songs. Funny enough, it's actually, I was reading an article on uh, Business Insider that was saying that that is in part what propelled Lil Nas X's mm-hmm. song was the TikTok app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, that's so crazy. So I had to look it up because I was like, why are we seeing TikTok so much? Here's the thing. TikTok had been huge in China. It had like a billion dollars or something crazy like that. It was just massive. So they wanted to open it up. And mind you, this app just came to be in like 2016. They wanted to open up to a global market. But then they realized, you know, the Musical.ly app mm-hmm. that the kids be lip syncing. <laughs> Making Musical.ly. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I kind of like that app because they're like, Choppy. It's cute. It's yeah. like really cool looking. I always thought it was cool looking. I mm-hmm. love like the little kids lip syncing. But so here's what this is. I'm like, yo, it really pays to be wealthy as fuck. So mind you, uh, TikTok, their company's worth seventy five billion. Uh, seventy five billion dollars. Can you even picture that in the room? No. So can. It's probably old white. <laughs> Gray hair, 75 years old. <laughs> you got to get in there and get to it. Listen, so TikTok is owned by a Chinese tech company called ByteDance. And it's considered the Facebook of China. They own several social networking apps that are used by billions of people in China a day. Mind you, this is only in China. This isn't Yikes. even their global market. It's made in China. It's made in China. <laughs> It was a perfect segue. So in September of 2016, <laughs> ByteDance launched what they called Douyin. And within a year, Douyin's popularity skyrocketed. They had 100 million users and a billion video views a day mm. in a year. Could you imagine a billion views launching a an app and it doing that well? So once they expanded to the global market, that's when they changed their name to TikTok. So when they had their eye on the U.S. market and they were like, how do we get these kids in the U.S. to download? They realized that their direct competition was Musical.ly. So you know what they did? Bought them hoes. They bought it to shut it down. Ain't that insane? Imagine having that kind of power. So did all the people that had Musical.ly, they turned their apps into TikTok? Or how did it work? So they got all them numbers. They bought the app. And then literally integrated the interface so that from one day to the next, if you had a Musical.ly app a profile, you were now under TikTok. Wow. Genius. That's and amazing. they changed the name to something stupid for our American ass. <laughs> TikTok. Right. <laughs> but ain't that something that people can do that? They can just absorb their competition mm-hmm. because they have that much money. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And now we've seen Ball, it everywhere. That's baller. <laughs> right. So baller. Like when and people like to buy houses, they're like, I like this house. I want to purchase it. And it's like, what? <laughs> and you buy the block. Okay. And the crazy <laughs> thing is, the, I think, first of all, that just blew my mind when I was reading that. Because I'm like, yo, that's true. You haven't seen any more <laughs> musically videos in like the past <laughs> year or so. Probably like two years. So I've been TikTok. And so as it's gaining... <laughs> 
So as it purchased it, it purchased musically for a billion dollars though. Damn. Shout out to those creators. They went out like a G. Listen, okay. I wouldn't be mad. They shut it down, like I said, merged with them. So now they're at 1.2 billion downloads around the world with 6 million people in the U.S. alone that downloaded it in December of 2008, which is when they merged. Wow. And they are notably, as they said, in part, they feel that they're the ones that pushed Lil Nas X's career because of how many people were playing it on TikTok. Well, that's arrogant. I mean, I don't know. That they, they ain't get the number one, though. <laughs> Lil Nas X got it. Why is everybody, why everybody just won't let him have his moment? Right. Well, you know, people got to take the credit where they can because they need that for promotion. They, well, no, that's I leverage. guess he said they can't buy him. They might have bought musically, but <laughs> right. they can't buy Lil Nas right. X. Yo, money is something. I think they should cut him a check, honestly. You think? For us having this conversation, it's in part because of him. It's not really because of what they did. I mean, <laughs> fair. I, I I must say, you know, Lil Nas X, there is a lot of conversations he raised between the genre bending he was doing, how he was promoting the and song. how he promoted Exactly. It. So it's like, they, while they trying to bark up his tree, they need to, you know, meet him with some cash at the dough. I wonder, I mean, damn. Tick, talk, tick, talk. Okay. Tick, talk. Huh. You know that song that we play in here all the time. I'm laughing because you sound like a Cardi. What's his name? Cardi. What is? Where is Cardi? Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi. I couldn't get it out. I'm like, I was it's not like, Cardi trying to say Cardi Cardi. 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 Like, what? Bitch, Cardi. That was my shit. Cardi. Okay. Cardi used to be. Remember that was my song. Okay. Cardi- Card- Cardison? Is that his name? Card- are you- okay, wait. So I'm like so confused right now. <laughs> was, so what? What are we doing? Playboy Cardi. Cardison. Cardi. 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 Partisan. Party next, Party bro. Party next. <laughs> Party in the USA. Shout out to Claude Kelly. This going to be harder the older I get, child. Woo. So Partisan, mm-hmm. but he goes by Party. Mm-hmm. He's really cute. He is. I did not know. Ooh. So we will end. <laughs> we will end. I really can't stand y'all. Where will we begin? <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> Ooh. So, Sorry yeah. to that man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll know him when I see him. Ooh. Ooh. And Ooh. that is it. <laughs> Social media round. I don't give a damn if I sound like <laughs> <laughs> We are really playing, you guys. This is all jokes. Don't be tweeting him. Because you know how y'all do. Yeah, please don't do that. This Before we do jokes. sound like Kiki, I do not. I'm so sorry. I hate to sound ridiculous. But I, <laughs> if he walked in front of me. What the fuck you mean, relax? <laughs> Woo. Let's get it straight, girl. <laughs> Describe your style in one word. Simple. Sophisticated. Adventurous. African-American. <laughs> However you dress, the stylist at Stitch Fix can help you find your new favorite piece. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing, shoes, and accessories directly to you. First, you complete a style profile. Then an expert personal stylist will send you a hand-picked box of items based on your preferences. They even have men's and kids' boxes, too. With no subscription required, you can pick between automatic shipments or only getting new pieces on demand. Shipping, exchanges, and returns is always free. Plus, the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. 
Let me tell you something. It's not often that you can put your trust in a stylist's hands. They may be ashen. However, <laughs> Stitch Fix has stylists that are qualified and credentialed who really take little heed to your preferences, and they curate something that works perfectly for you. Me personally, I'm a person who prefers a simple, streamlined look. You know, less is more when it comes to me because I'm already enough. Oh, so. Amen. I appreciated that they understood that about my preferences. However, they picked out exciting things that I normally would not have chosen for myself. A few statement-esque pieces. As we have shows and shit coming up, mm. these are the things that we need. Stitch Fix is perfect for that, and you can get started today at stitchfix.com slash friendzone and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash friendzone for an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. Yeezys, Jordans, Off-Whites. If you're going to buy sneakers for a few hundred dollars, how can you be sure they're the real thing? GOAT is the global destination for authentic sneakers, ranging from new releases to rare finds and exclusive drops. GOAT.com is the safest way to buy and sell authentic sneakers online. They have thousands of styles, you guys. All are guaranteed authentic by GOAT. From the Yeezys to the Jordans to the Gucci's, GOAT gives you access to access. You hear me? <laughs> access to everything <laughs> you're looking for. And even those shoes you didn't know you had to have. They work only with trusted sellers. And before any shoe is sold, every detail is inspected from the stitching to the color to the size and the weight. With over 15 million users around the world buying and selling verified shoes every day at GOAT, you'll find exactly what you want at the best price possible. Find the perfect 100% authentic sneaker at GOAT.com slash friendzone. Plus, you'll also be supporting this awesome show of ours. But you've got to go right now before I take the sneakers that you want. So GOAT.com forward slash friendzone. That's G-O-A-T dot com slash friendzone. So let's bring in the wind chimes. So my wellness segment this week is going to be extremely short. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up that on Monday, September 23rd, which is fall equinox. Can you believe it's already the fall? Damn. It's low-key very sad. I'm just not looking forward to the when it gets dark when you wake up in the morning. Oh, God. Oh, oh I hell no. Nah, I hate that. So depressing. Oh, my God. And I work out in the morning, season. so that's going to be a real mental challenge. It is boy. pumpkin spice season. You're one of those pumpkin heads? No, but you know, you see it everywhere. And so then I always got to get I like a little pumpkin spice cookie or a little gingerbread something. You know, mm. it's like this. I mean, I, I like the Halloween and like, yeah. you know, all <gasps> that vibe. But still, I'm not excited about it getting dark. But what I was saying is that Fall Equinox, my collaboration with Miriam Hosnea will be relaunching. I know people were wondering what was going on, but like I said, that was a really big inventory that you guys wiped out. They and bodied I, and woo, I mean, they bodied embodiment, perfectly said. And I, you know, we had to give time to her team to recuperate, number one. They even went on vacation after that. Yes. It was like, we need... They had the money. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. They were like... <laughs> We need to recalibrate, you know, and, and and get ready for the next batch. So we are ready for the next batch. I'm yes. very excited. 
This time, I'm just letting you guys know it may move even faster because last time you guys sold it so quickly, I didn't get a chance to post it anywhere, like on Instagram. I did it on the stories, but I didn't get a chance to make like a full, proper official yes. post. But I'm going to do it this time because obviously it should be on my Instagram. That's my work. Um, I'm going to post it all over and do like the whole social media roundup. I should post it on TikTok. No, <laughs> you should. Y'all see me oh, dancing. Open up your calendars, y'all. Make <laughs> a new event. But so, you know, this isn't going to be a thing where you're like, oh, I'm waiting until next week. Like, y'all already know how things move. Mm-hmm. Um, and Haas is going to post it everywhere and I'm going to post it everywhere. So that's Monday, September 23rd, 9 a.m. If you're on the West Coast. <laughs> 12 p.m. if you're on the East Coast. Just letting you know that's the schedule. Okay, now. That's when it will go live. It will be on Haas's site. Well, her site for her apothecary, which is Resonance Apothecary on Etsy. You can either do a search there. Or if you want, you can just go on my Twitter or on my Instagram. Guarantee that by the time it goes live on Monday, September 23rd, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it will be linked and you can just boop, grab it directly from there. So That's right. you can literally find it on all my social media. You guys know my social media by now. I'm Hey Friend Hey across the board on every site. So, so excited for the relaunch. So I know we have a ton of new listeners that are going to be like, what is this kit? What are you talking about? What's embodiment? So it's a kit that I created in collaboration with Mariam Hosnea and her company, Resonance Apothecary. So when you receive the kit, It has two bottles in it. One is an energy spray. You can use it on your aura. You can spray it on your linens. You can spray it around your house. Carry it in your pocket when you're having a day that you kind of feel off your game, off center, like you're out of your body and you want to remind yourself to come back into your body. I actually think it's really nice to just maybe go to the bathroom, spray it on yourself really quickly at work. I'm sure your coworkers won't mind because it smells amazing. Um, And then the other bottle is for your oil diffuser. If you're someone that uses, you know, your lavender to go to sleep or your, what other oils? Eucalyptus. I know that gives people some energy. Actually, funny enough, eucalyptus puts me to sleep. But I know for it. Real? It does. I know it's like really strong. It energizes. Uh-huh. It's like minty all in my But that's what's so funny about Maybe oil. Maybe want a menthol cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's so funny about oil. It, it uh, technically, you know how oils will have like their emotional benefits on the bottle, mm-hmm. but a lot of times your body, your constitution might react. I this one. Right, it might react completely differently. So I always say, smell the oil, listen to what it tells you. And so eucalyptus <laughs> for me makes me want to sleep. Um, but with this one, I want you to actually tell me what it makes you feel. All the tweets that I received, the emails, the conversations, all said that it made them feel very grounded, very centered very calming, which is exactly what we wanted. So that's what the embodiment package is. I hope you love it. The images, the branding, the oil itself is so beautiful. It's so strong and present to really bring you into your body. embodies the both of you. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really excited about that. But lastly, let me just read what we put into the box. So it says embodiment is the ultimate union of mind, body, and spirit. It is the opportunity to bring all of the lessons we have learned into the body to become the new version of ourselves. Oftentimes, different energy states overlay the true self so much that we believe they are who we are. We then experience chronic emotional states. 
And embodiment is having the courage to trust oneself enough to break the cycle of past influences and set out on one's own path. The more of your light you embody, the more powerful you become. And that is what the spray is set mm. out to do. Mm. Shout out to Ha. She's such a poet. And you know it. And you know it. <laughs> so that's it. Asante, take us, take us on to Mr. Music Man. Well, now it's time for the Music Man. <laughs> yes, it's my little music land. Dead. Something wide and something soft. All right, I just got real dirty. I'm going to stop. <laughs> anyway, back to music. Another week, another uh, big pile of music and songs that I've been listening to. I want to talk about something that we've already talked about, and then I want to talk about some of these songs I've been listening to. Justine Sky. That project with James Fauntleroy. You sat with it. Uh, Fran put us on to the Bear With Me EP. Um, I had to listen for two reasons. The first one was James Fauntleroy, just because I'm so obsessed with him as writing. And the second was for Justine Sky. I've always wanted to root for black girls doing the, pip, uh, the pop and the R&B. And she's always somebody I've just been excited to know what she's going to do next. Um, she had a project called Ultraviolet where she worked with Party Next Door, someone that I was really feeling. And so to hear this project with James Fauntleroy, it's so dope how she sounds so like... I don't know. She sounds so like grown and deep and awesome. And like, it's just a really cool sound for her, a cool lane for her to be in. So I had to shout that out again. I know you already shouted it out, but no, I mean, the more love for her, the better she deserves. Friend, I have played it over and over and over again. It's a great project. Yeah. I've been stuck in kind of like an R&B la la land. I always get stuck with them, um, like women in R&B, like the contemporaries, like, you know, Ari Lennox, Summer Walker. And so to hear Justine Scott do stuff like this, like it would be dope to kind of hear a little bit more of that. And um, hot take, a lot of like you've listened to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Like there are certain parts of songs where it sounds like Dawn in there, <laughs> like really? hard. Yes. So I would love for either Justine and Dawn to do something together or even James and Dawn to do something together. So I mentioned the project because I wanted to talk about all that stuff, nice. all that cool stuff. Outside of that, I want to just give you guys the four to do lists lately. And then I have like maybe two songs I want to talk about. So, Fran, I'm going to start with you. Start with Dustin. I feel like I always start. Yeah, you, Fran, you do always be coming, coming right? through with some things first. So, Dustin, it's your time to turn us up, you know, get it hot up in here. All right. So, September 17th, which is today, but back in 19, oh, 1991, no. make us feel old. Um, Mariah Carey's Emotions album came out. <gasps> wow. Now, I don't know if y'all are familiar <laughs> with the Emotions album, but it's a classic Mariah Carey album, and I just wanted y'all to understand Whew. that it came out then. Um, as far as what I've been listening to lately, um, there is a song called Yes by Fat Joe and Cardi B and Unwell <laughs> AA. Yes. <laughs> and it's the jam, okay? I'm not going to play no snippet because they don't need my help with that. But listen to that song. I also want to give some light and some love to one of my favorite songs. Now, we going to, let's talk this week. Yeah, come on. Talk it down to us. Sometimes you got to listen to music for the fundamental interests of your ear, right? You want to hear a good note. You want to hear a melody that someone has come up with that you'll never forget. You want to hear somebody take full advantage of the space they have over the production on the track. There's a song by these two men named Hall and Oates. 
I don't know if y'all know, but there was the first black white people. That people's. is not what I saw coming. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, oh. Harlan Oates got a song called She's Gone. And mm. it's just, it's amazing. You about to play it? Oh, we about to give it a whirl. <laughs> A-Y-R-E-S. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mac Ayers. I think I've seen the name. He's amazing. Like, just amazing. And he was working with Jesse this week. And Jesse was like, guess who I'm with in the studio? And I was like, who? <laughs> oh, God. I have to move to L.A. <laughs> Look, you finna be in studios with him now soon. Now, oh, my whoever. God. I was so excited. He sent me the song they worked on. I was just like, I can't. It was like... Anyway, so Mac Ayers has a, a song called Jumping Off the Moon. Ooh. Already a cool last right? name, right? And this is how it goes. Tucked in your corner of the sky Fall right back into place before the sunrise to stop from playing the whole song. Mm. <laughs> is that, is that not an incredible one. song? I love that. Mac Ayers. It's M-A-C and the last name is A-Y-R-E-S. The project is called Juice Box and the song is called Jumping Off the Moon. I posted <laughs> it on Twitter it. maybe last month when he first dropped and people mm -hmm. were like, yo, this is so dope. The crazy thing is that's not even like the only amazing song on that project. That's I just the you. one I picked. I already see who he with. So you see? Already, he's white. And he's white. He's so dope. Whew, I'm going to play y'all the way he did with Jesse after. <laughs> and then, um, so John Bapp, he is another incredible artist. That's J-O-N-B-A-P. He has a project called Let It Happen. And the title track, Let It Happen, is incredible. 
He's actually just shout out to him. He just had a baby with Anna Wise. Oh, congrats to them. And their baby's so cute. Aww. That musical ass baby. <laughs> Imagine growing up in that family. So crying on key. All right. So let it happen. This is how it goes. Dope. Vibey. Dope. Man, I'm telling you. I saw when people like, there's no good music nowadays. I'm like, y'all just not looking in the right places. Now, my last one, I had a lot, but I'm going to just cut it at three. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Because even um, song, Xavier Omar, <laughs> oh, he dropped a song with Sango called Thief. Whenever they get together. Oh, those magic. two. I won't even play it because y'all just need to experience that on your own. Exactly. That's the shit I'm on this week, you friend. Know, just find it. Just find it. Feel it. Tell us how you feel. Um, but I'm going to play Childish Major. He just released a project called Dirt Road Diamond. Nice. And he has a record. Funny enough, someone sent me this record. <laughs> it's called Tenfold. How do I remove all my tattoos? That's you. Permanently stuck to my mind. That's glue. You said I would grieve the moment that you left. Should I not attempt to get you back though? What's better for your face than falling flat on you? Learn my lesson that she came back to you for. Learn my lesson that she came back since. Damn. Tenfold. Tenfold. I hear you loud okay. and clear. So that's Childish Major. The project is called Dirt Road Diamond, and the song is called Tenfold. And that's it. Those are my three. Hey, man. So good. All right. Really quickly, I'm going to tell you about a couple of people that I have been listening to. Um, I want to start off with Mahalia. Uh, she dropped her project. It's oh, called her. Love and Compromise. I've been feeling Mahalia for a very long time. She put out a lot of videos for this project so far. So if you have time to check out her album, please do so, but also look her up on YouTube so you can just get in her visuals. Um, she has 13 tracks on here. I want to say I've seen at least four of these videos. Um, I watched the video for I Wish My I Wish My I Wish I Missed My Ex. Um, Simmer featuring Burna Boy. 
What You Did featuring LMA. Um, she has a video for Do Not Disturb. I mean, she just has a lot of visuals out for this project. So she's really going up and going out. Um, check out the What You Did. Um, that's the one where they sample. Uh, what's the What's the sample on What You Did? Did you hear that one? Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to play it. That's what's going to be the smartest. That's going to be my pick for this. <laughs> um, but she also has features on there from Terrace Martin, Hamza, and Lucky Day. And LMA is the one that I'm going to play. So this song, again, is called What You Did. I'm going to feel like such a dumbass when I play this. I just can't think of the melody right now. I know now. what you did. Yeah, I know, I know. And I want to talk about it. And I know you don't. I've been holding guard for so long, so long. And I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start now. Tell me where you hide. Where do you go? Tell me is she nice? She knows, I know. So the, yeah, that song I'm gonna play for you. Um, that's just one song. I, I kid you not, there are a lot of really dope songs on here. I've really been vibing with Mahalia for a long time. I had to look her up again. Um, when we were talking about uh, visual stuff way back in the day, since we're doing social media roundup, I was talking about um, there was a series on YouTube called the Mahogany Sessions, and I watched an episode of Mahalia on there a very long time, and uh, it's just good to see her. It's, it was like two or three years ago, not a very long time. Let me not say that. I don't want to make her sound old. I loved her episode of Color Studios. Yes. Yes. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know how you're going to say you want to make her sound old and her name Mahalia. And you know what? I meant to lead in and say Mahalia, not Jackson. And I'm surprised you've lasted I've been this being long. Good. I'm t- you've been I'm, being great. Like Tupac you, said, you fucking with a changed man. I'm trying to you, tell you. You have been doing... Like, I... I wish I could give you all the gold stars because you've been stellar. No catch card. (laughs) Growth. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, I wanted to make sure I shout out Mahalia because she definitely needs those spins, them plays, them watches. I want to see more of her. I want to hear from her more. And again, the song got LMA on it. So if you're really feeling LMA, go just check it out just for our guests. But watch the video for the looks because the looks are amazing. Yeah. They both look look so dope. Mm -hmm. Like the... Just watch for the looks. If if you don't watch for anything else, watch for the looks. But the song, I I know you had you time to take the whole look in because LMA wasn't doing a lot of moving. Anyway, <laughs> moving on very quickly. I have been checking out this uh, this artist named Alex Molly. Mm. Um, have you listened to her? No. No. Have you, you never heard of her? Alex Molly. It might be Mally. It's M A L I. No. Okay, so she did this song with. Uh, Thought Mouse, Thought Mouse. Have you ever heard of him? Them? Lovely Mimi. Thought it's, Mouse? No. Thought Mouse. It's, well, it's not Thought. I, I think it was T-H-U-T-M-O-S-E. Thought have you ever Mouse. seen that name? Lovely Mimi. I've seen that name before, but I listened to a song they did before. <laughs> I know. Please. I know you're trying to keep I'm going. Trying. I'm sorry. I'm, no, it's fine. I see she said that girl fucked her husband. And <laughs> 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 she was going off talking about just Britney was fucking her husband. <laughs> I don't even know who these people are. <laughs> they look, they do. <laughs> I'm gonna play you. I'm gonna play you two of her songs just because that's how obsessed with this young lady I am. <laughs> it better be a jam with a name like Thought Mouse. <laughs> well, no, the girl's name is Alex Molly, but they have a song together. Um, the first song I'm gonna play is the song with them together so we can get this part out of the way. Um, this song is called Faded. Um, she's got visuals for these songs. This project that she dropped is called Sweet and Sour. It's an EP that has six songs on it. I want to say there are maybe three videos out for it. It might be less, might be more. But go check her out, see if you like her, and check out them songs. That's why we mention these people that we want to support. 
So this is the song called Faded. Check her out. So yeah, that's faded. Um, the video for it is really funny. It's that's like good. her in like almost a one shot for a while, and it's like her moving through the crowd pretty slow, and everybody else doing that shit in the background. But like she faded. But uh, yeah, my kind of music, my kind of vibe. If I was in the video, it'd have been me and doing one cheek. That song made me want to twerk. Yeah, I ain't never, I ain't never really been a twerker, but that song made me want to like. <laughs> Turn Why you sound like Doctor Simone Husband? <laughs> like if I was a woman for a day, I'd just be in the mirror just twerking. Just yeah, twerking. that made you want to be. Like, I'm <laughs> fading. <laughs> <laughs> Is he twerking for fading? Really <laughs> I'm fading. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, Frank. He is. He got to be fair. He got like to be You get it now, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, he really dropped down. He really dropped down in front of you. I am in debt. Actually, <laughs> Okay, so that was her thought most. It might be Thutmose. Does Thutmose yeah, sound? Yeah, because Lovely so, Mimi is definitely Thutmose. Anyway, so mm-hmm. Alex Molly, <laughs> uh, the other song I'm going to play is called Start It Up. There was a visual for this, and it's the one that made me like go listen to the EP. I was watching one of the YouTube, like, uh, new R&B list playlists because I always want to see where everybody's this ain't doing. Lloyd Banks. I used to love no, Started we was Up talking by about Lloyd Banks vroom, last vroom, week. I used to love that song. Last week was Lloyd Remember that used to make me, I used to love that song. Okay, so this is the new Started Up that's not by Lovely Mimi or Lloyd Banks. Oh, wow. Because, <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. All right, so this is Started Up. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, 
that's it. That's uh, what I've been listening to. I've been listening to a lot of other things, but a lot of wretched things that I don't think I should talk about. Um, but I do want to give a mention to Earth Gang. They dropped the project Mirrorland. Earth Gang. Lots of cool music that's on there. I, the kid. I need to sit. Uh, they got uh, Aaron Ray is on there. I need to sit with it. Aaron Ray's on there Young Thug is on there Actually Hold Fine. on Aaron Ray dropped the record With Kalani too Yes Yep and The visual is cute The visual is dope Love it They look great together And she's on here too She's also on um, Earth Gang's project I'm gonna just even working Did y'all hear the snippet Of that song Her and Tiana Taylor Got coming out No, no. But God. Tiana been out here She just put it's out a good. remix With the African artist I think It's so motherfucking dope well, I'm gonna play it for y'all After the show Okay, hell yeah. Um, so also, yeah. sidebar. Ooh, I'll wait till you go, wrap well, up because no, I got go something ahead. for the music segment. What? I got something Hit for us. the music yeah, segment. And I forgot. We'll do it. I went to Castile's listening party. Oh, yeah. Right. I heard her album stacked. I got a chance to talk to her and tell her how much I love her. She told me she loved me. Oh, I mean, of course. You support her so much. Total moment. The album is literally the shit. And what made me think about it just now is that Tiana Taylor's daughter. Tiana Taylor, did you guys see that video she posted? And she was telling Siri, <laughs> play hustlers. <laughs> her daughter, Junie, was telling Siri, Siri, play cash style. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but she yes. got mad because Siri played the wrong yeah, one. Yeah, no, Hustlers by Cash Doll. I was like, <laughs> Junie, she be knowing. Yeah. But Cash Doll's album is so dope. October 4th, it comes out. Republic Records is treating her right. Y'all should have seen how they had her set up. It was dope. No phones, you know, they make you take pictures. Of course. Yeah, so no but one leaks it. The album is great, and I can't wait for y'all to hear these songs. A song called Hootie Who. Shout out to you being at the listening yeah. party. Oh my God, yeah, thank you. I that's was, so good. But anyway, yeah, so that's all. I love you, Cash Down, and oh. Stacked. Y'all, I, and I know y'all know I'm biased, but this ain't about that. It's really it's good music. Really like, good. yeah. I'm in. First of all, if I didn't have a cell phone, I would never, ever leave my house. It would be terrible. It would be tragic. I would not be able to get in contact with anyone. And it would suck because I wouldn't be able to order food or do any of those things that I need to do on my phone. So I just pray my cell phone never cracks or breaks because I do not want those pieces of iPhone stuck in my finger forever. The idea of your phone falling and breaking is terrifying. And with all those hard protective cases out there, it feels like to keep your phone safe, you have to sacrifice style. But not with the phone case from Case Defy. Casetify lets you have the best of both worlds. Military-grade drop protection and a stylish phone case. Casetify lets you have the best of both worlds. Military-grade drop protection and a stylish phone case you'll actually want to show off. These aren't the bulky phone case that turns your phone into an ugly brick. Casetify cases are as sleek and chic as your actual phone with thousands of designs to choose from. Casetify has done collaborations with artists and designers and they have collaborations. Um, they have collections with everyone from Sarah Jessica Parker, oh, to Pokemon, to the Rolling Stones. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. You can even custom create cases with your favorite colors and text. And they really do protect your phone. Caseify cases will keep your phone safe through drops of more than six feet. So don't throw it too far away from your ex if y'all get into a fight when you see him on the street. So go to casetify.com slash friendzone today to get 20% off your new favorite phone case. That's casetify.com slash friendzone for 20% off your casetify purchase. Please let me casetify. You accuse me of a, you accuse me yeah, of a, yeah, yeah. please let me casetify. Casetify, <laughs> casetify.
Well, that's it here for Music Man segment. Now you can take it back away onto the TV land, Dustin Ross. April Jones is nasty for messing around with little kids. Wow. That's nasty. Um, that's really all I had to say about loving <laughs> hip hop Hollywood. Oh, and the new girl, uh, what's her name? Brittany B or whatever. She's starting a lot of shit around there. I didn't watch. I'm, She's I a writer. She writes for like um, but what's the girl's name? The white girl. The girl's the name sound like the you're film. sneezing when you say it's like you saying Dr. bad baby, but you sneeze <laughs> like bad <laughs> behavior. Like, like, like something in it. <laughs> but anyway, she writes for her. She writes for a bunch of people. She's been starting a bunch of shit. Oh, I've seen her before. Yeah, I had high hopes for her because that means she be in that background money. That they check. have a show on Snapchat. Remember I told y'all they have like a series on Snapchat. The two of them together. Really? Yeah. She would. Bad, now I've seen her on Love and Hip Hop. Bad Baby. Is it Bad Baby or Bad Barbie? It's Baby. It, people thought that there was an R there because... I thought it was Bad Barbie this it, whole time. Like Bahabi? Like Maybe Bahabi. it's Bobby. Like Bahabi. Like a Bad Barbie. But then wouldn't it be Bahabi? Is her name Bob Bobby? Right. So is it, <laughs> by, is, is it Bad Bobby? Bad Bobby? I feel so stupid. Bye, bye, bye. It's bad, baby. I don't know. I just don't want that bitch laying her head on my shoulder, <laughs> getting all that red shit on. I wear a lot. I got a white t-shirt on today. I want her bleeding so is, is all over my. Is the baby my... on the show? Who's? <laughs> oh, the girl. The no, hell no. <laughs> Mona, listen. I know y'all the think baby Mona. On this show? I know y'all think <laughs> Mona didn't went as low as she one. can go, but she ain't went over there to to, to Bobby, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> Whatever that girl's name. Anyway, she writes Bobby, for her. Bobby, the girl, Bobby, Bobby. The girl is really getting on my nerves, though. Oh, damn. And Lyrica got a new friend who I guess is an old friend named Sia, and she came on the show and put her finger right in that bitch forehead. And I was like, I like this girl. Yeah, she she like, showed up. Oh, you seen that? I didn't see it, but I saw her when she came in when A1 Sheen is like, you need to go to that party and check him on them earlier episodes. Well, she damn sure and went she, and checked that girl. What you mean put girl. her finger on her forehead? Like, like, like New York was like, because it applies. Like she, <laughs> she did the girl. And mind you, the girl Britney B been talking. So if y'all watch Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. The girl Britney's been talking so much shit, friend. Like the old people say, she goes for bad. You know, she's supposed to be tough and shit. Baby, that girl, Sia, came on this one. We ain't seen her all season. This is the first time we've seen her, and they on, like, episode 6, 17. I don't know. <laughs> one argument. She literally brought it to her door right then. Yeah. And it was so funny because the girl had just tried to come outside and kind of plunk Lyrica Anderson because her mama wasn't around. You know, her mama would have pulled them sunglasses okay. off. like, wait a minute, bitch. <laughs> But anyway, so that part has been good. Let me think what else. Yeah, but April, you nasty for, and you and Fizz nasty for messing around with each other. Can I ask why? I haven't been watching. Why are they messing around? Well, why is it nasty? Because she got kids by Omarion. I mean, I know why it's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just asking. Oh, you just why. want me to talk shit. Yeah, well, pretty much. I mean, they just that, that, you know, they grew up together, okay? I just want to say, I'm, I was instantly repulsed when they were like, you would be uh, whatever the word term is, like for with Monice. And I was just like, oh, I would have been out the game. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I like not. Monice, though. I mean, I like her too, but not enough to be sharing dick with her. But oh, I'm out the game. So then. they you confirmed know, it on the show? Basically. Mm. They haven't confirmed it yet, but it's basically going to unfold. They've all but confirmed it. They yeah. might as well just be. Remember on Don't Be a Menace when they show those people dancing at that party and it progressively got filthier <laughs> and filthier until there were two naked people just having sex? It's that yeah. same trajectory except <laughs> oh on Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's been going on. Now, Married to Medicine, let's go on over to Atlanta. We're going to go east and Ooh. south to Atlanta. Mm. Married to Medicine Atlanta is back. We're on episode two. 
It's exactly what we would want. I'm just so surprised by Simone. Are you caught up with something? I am. I am. I'm, I'm so surprised in. by Simone. It's and tragic. The comp- So two things really quick, because I don't want to harp on this. Please you know? do. It's your time. Shine. But I think that just Simone and Quad both had me rolling in that scene where they <laughs> the went to end. dinner together <laughs> for different so reasons. Funny. <laughs> so there's a... Right here. Right mo- now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simone Quad told her. <laughs> I can't even get it out. Okay, so background, because I know this sounds awful to the listeners. Right. So for a little bit of context, there's two cast members named Quiet and Dr. Simone who used to be friends, and now they've fallen completely out, but nobody really knows why. So they caught each other. They had a scene where they were going to meet up at a restaurant, of course, and, you know, talk things out. And Dr. Simone was hopeful, like, for the best. They had kind of had a come-to-Jesus moment at a previous event. And so Dr. Simone, like, showed up on time to to their planned dinner to talk things out. And it showed her sending Quad a text and said, Hey, Quad, I already got here. You drink order? Like, she was going to order Quad a drink. Then they show the can- the time lapse where Quad arrives like an hour and 15 minutes later than she was supposed to. Comes straight to the table and is immediately like, so let's talk about it. What's up? What's going on? Why you act like you did at the thing? <laughs> like Simone Dr. was Sim- like... Dr. Simone's like, hey, Quad, how are you? She's like, I'm good. And like goes in. Like right went in. straight yeah. into it. And then Dr. Simone was like, well, damn, you just going straight into it. And so Quad was like, that's right, child. I got to work in the morning. And we all know Quad shoots Sister Circle talk show every morning at like mm-hmm. 8 in the morning in Atlanta. So she really did have to that work in right. the morning. Meanwhile, Dr. Simone do too. Well. Well, I, I assume. Yeah, I mean, look, she got the North and well, South Well, Dr. Houses. Simone got to because ain't nobody else working over there. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I was about to say she got the North and South Houses. She got that Mozzie. I mean. Who got who paying for she that? She's gonna be the next next one whose boots and what, heels is bucking. Her husband not work. So Real Housewives <laughs> of Potomac. I'm trying to get sidebar. One last thing on Married <laughs> to Medicine. Watch Doctor Heavenly's after shows on YouTube. I'm watching because I love him. They offer so much context, but she obviously has some sort of procedure because she sounds like Joel Santana. Now. Oh no. Okay, so oh, no, <laughs> Real Housewives that. of Potomac reunion part one. Oh, yes. There were, like, two highlights for me, and that was the argument between Candace and Ashley, Mm -hmm. and also Candace's mom, Dorothy, coming onto the stage. Yes. That Dorothy is a wine-drinking riot. I I know she had tossed a couple back uh, before she came out on stage, and like she said, she loves the camera. Mm -hmm. You know, she was an honest hoe. She bought a purse with her. (laughs) She sure did. And not just Candace. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but Candace wasn't here for Ashley's bullshit. And Ashley is my least favorite cast member on that show. Yes, same. Um, so it was great to see her <laughs> caught to task for that. Yeah. And shout out to Candace for really just come, just popping out. Yep. She popped out yep. this, this pop, like she Lotte. It. She popped out. She so popped rock out. It. Yeah. She rocked it. She sure did. She rocked it. She's having a great season. So if you watch Real Housewives, watch Real Housewives of Potomac, then you know what I'm talking about. Yes. If you don't, that wasn't for Whose reunion look did you like the least and mm. who's did you like the most? I didn't like anyone's reunion look. They all looked awful. That's the worst Jesus. dressed cast. Do you know what they... The Real Housewives the of Potomac <laughs> is the worst dressed theme. cast they on television. Everything. Yeah, so all the reunions always have a theme, like the like even like the set where they be at and then the outfits and I'm sure everybody receives their instructions. But uh, I can't... The theme was New Orleans. Yes, they had themed the set to New Orleans and the women <laughs> had to all wear white. So... Um, a bunch of black women in all white. 
Which could be beautiful because you of know course, like, real, Atlanta did it in the season gown. seven reunion. But it was just so expected to me. Gowns. I was like, of course. But the Real Housewives of Potomac are literally the worst dressed women on Bravo television. I, I would even go so far as to say the worst dressed reality stars period in all of the land. I might agree <laughs> with that actually. But why? One word, five letters, starts with a T and ends with a Y. You want the middle ones too? <laughs> tacky. That's why. They are the tackiest <laughs> dressing heifers I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. And when I show you the looks from the reunion, you're going to see. Giselle Bryant, let me give you oh, a little piece Lord. too. Because see, Giselle Bryant thinks that she is this like cornerstone of the cast. <laughs> and she also believes that she's like a sick. She talks about the way the other women on the show look. They all look terrible. But she has the audacity to, to talk about how these other women look. They showed a photo. So she used to be married to, you know, the pastor Jamal Bryant? No. That, well, he was a, he's a mega church pastor. And he has taken over Eddie Long's old church mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Oh, the one that they the was doing. The one that Kanye was just at? <laughs> yeah, I was just about mm-hmm. to tell you. Okay. Yep, that one. You can't miss him. He looked like P from QC. You can't miss him. But I guess that's a QTNA at the end of the show. So Jamal Bryant and P from QC look alike. Anyway, quality control. Anyway, um, Giselle, long story short, her and Jamal Bryan are dating again. <laughs> They've been divorced for 12 years, and they're back. They're messing around again. It was on the low, but they kind of wow. got busted at an at a NBA game. Cool. So, right? But she's tacky, and she talks about everybody. And I just saw a picture of her on the beach, and she had on some camouflage print, like, pedal pushers and a camouflage print tank top. But it was, like, dark camo with a bikini underneath it. She was just awfully, just tacky. (laughs) Tacky as fuck. Tacky. (laughs) Just tacky. Oh, my God. With that being said, I'd like to move on to this is the next story. Yay. Yes. The Mess Express. We're on episode five. The Mess Express. (laughs) And we're picking up where we left off last week when we found out that something had taken place between Corey and Ramon. Mm. So let's go on to episode five. It's a quickie. No pun intended. <laughs> it's me, Ramon. And I know I just talked to y'all two weeks ago, but I heard what Corey told y'all and I just wanted you to hear it from me. Me first, kind of. Yeah, we got a secret and it's what you think it is, but it's also not my fault. Well, it's not that it's not my fault. It's just that it wasn't my. Just listen. Y'all know me and Frank are cousins. But the nigga is basically my brother. It's deeper than the cousin shit. So when you listen to this story, you'll see why it is what you think it is, but it's not what you think it is. Basically, one night about four years ago, long story short, me and Corey fucked. It was a one-night stand, no context. We had just met in the club, and I ended up meeting Anthony about six months later, found out that they were cousins two months after that, and once me and Ann had made shit official, that's when we met. I actually give Corey his props because he acted like he didn't know me when we met. And I will actually always respect him for that. I know it sounds weird that him telling a lie makes me have respect for him, but it is what it is. Anyway, once Corey and Franco started fucking around, me and Corey both just had an unspoken agreement. It killed me, but there was no way that I was going to tell Franco or Anthony that me and Corey had messed around. It just was information that they didn't need to know. And everything was cool until that one night that we were in the kitchen and Franco heard me say, 
We'll see you guys next week for episode six of This Is The Next what? Door. How? See? All right. Don't get nothing on you. <laughs> Stay black and protect your magic. I got stuck. As always, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Love you so much. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was going to say something after that.